0: Hey guys, it's Simeon, and this is Brustling Unlimited as we are here on the 21st of January 2022 to talk about everything that went down tonight on Friday Night Smackdown. The show itself flowed really well, thought everything worked for the most part, a pretty good show, nothing to really complain about that much and some surprises on the show as well, which was really cool to see. Uh, Kay Ballard says, Tim, did you order 2K22 yet? No. But I assume I will have it
1: by launch. But no, I did not pre-order it because I don't think I need to pre-order it. Um, looking at the chat here really fast. Did see the uh, I did see the
0: John Moxley match with Adam or Ethan Page I mean I almost said Adam Page with Ethan Page on on Rampage really good match there, but that was good and then they teased Moxley and Danielson teased Moxley and Danielson after the Moxley match which is really cool to see and yeah that match was supposed to happen at Full Gear it didn't happen at Full Gear. Now, hopefully it happens sometime soon. Maybe we wait and get it at Revolution. Heck, they teased it tonight. Maybe we get it next Wednesday at Beach Break. That'll be really cool. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash Unlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Unlimited, And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Remember, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out either by hitting that donate button down below or donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of, excuse me, two different ways. You can subscribe either with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime because if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a plethora of cool things like free games, including this month, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Free stuff for games like Grand Theft Auto Online, like um, New World, Fall Guys, Valorant, and more. But what it always gives you is one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month, and I'd greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Uh, Michael Wallace, I'm not going to talk about fake things. So if something was leaked fake i'm not even going to bring it up that's all i'm going to reference to your comment because i don't even want to reference your comment we get that every year and again it's fake i'm not even going to reference it but on the flip side if you're watching over on youtube you can help us out over there in the live chat with a super chat or a super sticker donation also remember you can help us out by subscribing to the channel by hitting the join button down below with hitting the join button, you get early access to news, early access to podcasts, early access to non-news videos, and so much more. Plus, plus, you get all that as well, but more directly from us, more directly supporting us at patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited. And the last way you can support us is at the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store, buy some stuff, if you're looking to buy games, whether that's the brand new Rainbow Six Extraction, whether you're getting Guardians of the Galaxy, Riders Republic, well, I'm gonna ask you for Creator Code, Creator Code PW Unlimited. Even if you're claiming the free game, use the code PW Unlimited. Whether you're in Fortnite trying to get V Bucks to get that sweet new Hawkeye skin, you're going to need to buy the V Bucks and you're going to need to put Creator Code PW Unlimited. It also works in. Uh, Rocket League as well. Again, use that creator code at the Epic Games Store or in epic, epic games like Fortnite and Rocket League to support us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Again, the code PWUNLIMITED. But with that, we've got Friday Night SmackDown to talk about. So let's jump in and talk about this show that kicked off
1: with the ones. The ones that are really three, the first, the two, the twins, the Usos.
0: So I like this really, really good opening segment. I really like this segment. I thought it was effective. I saw everybody with the comments of, oh, there's no brand split anymore. No brand split. I wouldn't have said that during this segment, but I would have when Big E came out. But regardless. <clears throat> so the Usos were already in the ring as the show started. We got a mixed reaction from the crowd. More cheers than boos, which you would expect. Jimmy noted that they're celebrating Roman's, Roman's reign as universal champion for 508 days. They pointed out that no former champion, such as Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, or Brock Lesnar, held the title that long. The Usos then gave Reigns a grand introduction. Reigns, as he always does, slowly made his way down to the ring and soaked it all in. Got a mixed reaction from the crowd, just like the Usos did, and again, mostly cheers. Michael Cole claimed that Reigns is not only the longest reigning Universal Champion in history, but he's the most arrogant. I liked that line. Reigns held onto the uh, held out for a mic. but Jimmy wasn't paying attention. Reigns demanded Nashville acknowledge me. They popped big. Good crowd tonight. I felt. So Jimmy introduced the highlights. Reigns's 508 days as champion. It included his matches against Owens. Danielson, Daniel Bryan, Edge, Cesaro, Mysterio, Cena, Balor, and Lesnar. After the video, Reigns and the Usos were very impressed. Reigns was about to speak, and out would come Seth Rollins. And I love what the crowd does now with Seth. The crowd now sings Seth's song. oh, 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 oh. oh, oh and he's embracing it. Even during his match, when his music's not playing, they just start singing it. Really cool. So, Rollins comes out.
1: Rollins noted that he was impressed with Reigns' package. and Roman agreed. Very impressive.
0: Rollins then mocked Roman for sending the Usos to Raw this past week. He praised the Usos for being the longest reigning SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Rollins then added to the cornerstone of the bloodline, Rollins noted that the Usos prop up Roman like he and Mox did before them. Loved that he said Mox, and Pat McAfee said Mox like four times later on. Rollins tried to start a, quote, Usos chant. Rollins mocked, Reigns mocked Rollins and asked, oh, what, it's seen to write that promo for you? Reigns promised that the Royal Rumble would be a singles match. He didn't need the Usos. And Rollins goes, oh, really? All right, if I find a partner... But challenge boys, the Usos. And if they lose, they're barred from ringside at Royal Rumble. Roman, uh, Jay accepts, says, You don't have a partner. Rollins laughs, and out comes Kevin Owens, his best friend. And what did I say recently? They're going to make these guys a real tag team. Well, look here. They're making them a real tag team. They're not just a tag team, but they're best friends.
1: Remember the last time Kevin Owens had a best friend? <laughs> Chris Jericho. Just saying. Kevin Owens would come out. Crowd went nuts for Kevin Owens.
0: And this mall makes sense so far. It's not the whole, what about a brand split? We got a brand split. But we got all these raw guys on SmackDown. This makes sense because Rollins is challenging Reigns.
1: And now he brought back up from Raw. Roman then goes, excuse me, uh, no match gets made here
0: unless the tribal chief makes this match. And I'll make this match on one other condition. When you lose, you also lose your opportunity at the Royal Rumble. And then I'll take a vacation all the way till WrestleMania. Well, Rollins and Owens accepted. So, main event, Rollins and Owens against the Usos. Rollins and Owens win. Usos, banned from ringside. Usos win. Well, Rollins does not get to challenge for the belt. We know how it all goes. So after the break, Michael Cole confirmed that tonight's main event is what I just talked about. Next up, we had Kofi Kingston versus Mad Cap Moss. Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin came out. They made some jokes about Kofi. They said if Kofi did a, uh, had a cover band of Garth Brooks, his hit song would be Friends in No Places. I thought that was actually a funny, kind of funny joke. Out would then come Kofi Kingston, and then he'd stop on the ramp and do the whole NWO point. Until we hear, y'all want to go big, and out would come Biggie. And this is when I go, eh, now this doesn't make sense. Like it does, but doesn't. Yeah, new day, but he's from Raw. You can at least make the argument of, well, Seth ain't got friends on SmackDown anymore. They claim that Kingston, oh wait, no, never mind, never mind, never mind. Uh, Biggie and Kingston came down to the ring, Cole claimed that. Raw superstars are allowed on SmackDown right now because the Royal Rumble is coming. And I go, yeah, that really makes sense. Not nah. So as the match started, Madcap Moss briefly had the advantage until Kingston fought back. Also, I think they heard me when I said, why is this guy covered up? Now, still the suspenders, the straps, but uh, no shirt. You see this man's Herculean physique. I mean, this guy's got a better looking body than Chris Masters did back in the day when Vince was all oogu gaga over him. Again, Moss had the brief advantage. He hit the boom drop, Kofi, and set up for a trouble in paradise, though. Corbin caused a distraction and allowed Moss to take back over. Moss threw Kingston to the floor and tried throwing him into the steps, but Kingston jumped over the steps and came back with a clothesline onto Moss. Big E. Then set Corbin into the steps himself. After a commercial break, Kingston was firmly in control until Moss hit a spine buster. He stomped Kingston in the corner, but he fought back. Moss threw Kingston into the corner, but he ran up and hit a hurricane run on Moss. Moss then slammed down Kingston to regain control. The finish of the match then came when Moss ran the ropes, but Kofi hit a trouble in paradise out of nowhere to pick up the victory after this match, Big E challenged Corbin to get another ring. And instead, Big E gave Moss the big ending. Because Corbin wouldn't have any of it. No go. Got a recap of Aaliyah last week. Defeating Natalia in
1: 3.17 seconds. I think it was actually faster than that though. Um, they showed country singer Jimmy Allen sitting front row. Really cool to see. Then they
0: introduced, quote, WWE legend and 2022 Royal Rumble participant Summer Rae in the front row. And I'm like, yeah, she's changed her look a lot. Like, she almost doesn't look like the same person, to be completely honest. As we go forward, we had Aaliyah versus Natalia. This match went two minutes and nine seconds, and it was not good. Kept it short. And it ended in a DQ when Natty just kept beating the crap out of her and wouldn't stop when the referee was trying to get her out of the corner. And she kept beating the crap out of her. And they made it seem like maybe Summer Rae would jump in to make the save because they did some, like, thing with Summer Rae and, and Natty right before the match where Summer Rae's looking at Natty. She's like... Natty looks back at her and she's like, What did I do? But Out would instead... Come the protector, Zaylee, who
1: we haven't seen since December 10th. Also, Hook could go on wild on Serpentico right now.
0: But um, Cole did mention that Natty is in a Twitter feud with Summer Rae. But regardless, Zaylee <clears throat> would come down to make the save. Stupid on-screen graphics with her where they had her covered in and lightning as she's coming down to the ring. What's it What's... No, no You know, I'm like... She could do the whole... Moves walking down the ring. But don't have the, the lightning on her. It just didn't look good. She jumps into
1: the ring. And Natty bails. Colin McAfee then discussed the two-night WrestleMania and
0: called it stupendous. McAfee then enthusiastically... Read out, uh, read out some other words for stupendous. Cole couldn't hide his laughter here as Pat had him rolling almost. Next up, we had a two-minute and 20-second match. The Viking Raiders against Los Lotharios. Viking Raiders had the early advantage after Eric slammed Ivar onto Humberto. Angel made the blind tag, and the heels took over. The heels hit a double-basement kick for a near fall. Eric then recovered and rocked Humberto with a knee. Ivar tagged in and ran wild on the heels. He then rocked Humberto with a spinning heel kick. I think Cole even called him the gigantic Ivar. Finishing the match didn't come when Eric hit the world's strongest slam and powerbomb on Los Lotharios at the same time. Raiders then hit the Viking experience
1: on Humberto and picked up the victory. Oh, oh. Hook just flipped QT Marshall on the stage. Look, don't take no shit. So to recap, Adam Pearce giving Naomi her championship contenders match for tonight.
0: And that match was next. It was a SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair against Naomi in a two-minute and 22-second match where Sonya would end up coming down and being the referee. The match was fine. Nothing special. Nothing to boast about. Before the match, Sonya Deville comes out and demanded that Charles Robinson take off his shirt. She then put the shirt on and started the match. Naomi got in DeVille's face, which allowed Flair to jump her from behind. Flair was firmly in control and rocked Naomi with some hard chops. Naomi received a kick to the head, and Flair fought back and locked on the Boston Crab. Naomi tried to escape, but Flair went for the figure four leg lock. Naomi kicked off, or kicked out, of the leg lock, and Flair collided with Deville, knocking her to the floor. Naomi then hit the rear view on Flair and got a visible three count, more like a 6 7 8. But Sonya just watched from ringside. Naomi started yelling at Sonya, and that allowed Flair to attack the leg. Flair attacked the leg and then eventually put her in the figure eight to pick up the victory. And Naomi didn't tap out, though, but Sonya called for the bell. They called this. A Montreal screw job. No, that's not what Pat said. Pat said, "Pat said," and I quote, "What in the Bret Hart is going on here?" I think is what he said. What in the Bret Hart is going on here? So in the back, Caleb Braxton interviewed Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Uh, give me one second, guys. We're getting stuff announced for Beach Break. Let me give me one quick moment. See, uh, Is anything new announced for Beach Break? Know about the latter match
1: with Cody and Sammy. CM Punk speaks. That's new. Uh, we know about
0: the triple threat with 2.0 Garcia and the Inner Circle.
1: Britt Baker will speak. We know Red Velvet and Layla Hirsch. We know about the Lights Out match. I think that is it. That is
0: all that's new that has been announced for Beach Break next week. Yeah. CM Punk and Britt Baker in talking segments. Back to SmackDown. In the back, Kayla Braxton interviewed Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Owens noted that he should be the Universal Champion if it weren't for them USOs. Rollins and Owens then promised they'll win tonight. They then showed Nashville... Nashville resident Kid Rock sitting in front row. but then got in Zane with Sammy Zayn. This was a fun little segment. Sammy was great in this role. Great comedic timing. Sammy Zane should be a freaking actor. I'm going to tell you right now. Sammy Zayn should try some acting. So he said, you know, when Johnny Knoxville first got himself famous, he was posting videos of himself using self-defense weapons on himself, testing them out to see if they really work. So that's what he's going to do tonight. He said that he's going to prove that he can do anything Johnny Knoxville can, but better. They noted that he's going to take a cattle prod onto his leg. So he did it and he screamed out in pain and they put some fake voltage electricity shock and sound effects over the thing where when he put it up to his leg, going zing, 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 I'm like, I've used a cattle prod before. It's not what it sounds like. It, it's not. It barely almost no sound to it, at least the one I used. And trust me, I used it just like Sammy was trying to use it today because I got dared to. I literally got dared to use a cattle prod on my leg. It hurt like a hell, but it didn't make no loud noises like all the ones did tonight. Trust me, when you grow up in the sticks with nothing to do as a kid,
1: you find entertainment. You find your own entertainment. So he pretended like it hurt, and they say he's going to increase the level and do it to his chest,
0: right to the heart. He did it and bounced himself back into the ropes, and he screamed out in pain again. He got right back up to his feet, and then we heard, out comes Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville himself makes his way out to the ring in the crowd with a brief but loud Johnny chant. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Knoxville played it up and then demanded, let me see that cattle prod. And Sammy goes, oh, no, no, no. You know what these look like. You're close enough. You can see from there. He goes, no, 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 no. Let me just see that really quick. He's like, you can see it from over there. And finally he gets the cattle prod and goes, oh, yeah, this is a nice one, but uh, here's the problem. No one turned it on. So let me uh, turn it on for you. Then he shocks Sammy with the same fake, uh, uh, Sound effects, and Sammy drops to the mat and can barely move. Knoxville then throws him over to the top rope, and they said it again. If this was the Royal Rumble, he would have eliminated Sammy Zane. To the back, Adam Pearce was with none other than Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff was in his office when Sonya Deville would enter. Pearce said, we need to talk. He noted that he saw what she did tonight to Naomi, and he thinks he's going to need to speak to management about this then said that I have, have, uh, what did he say? Something like, uh, I've suggested that next week you will face Naomi one-on-one. Eric Bischoff then said something about not abusing power and said he likes Pierce's management style. I'm like, Eric Bischoff? Trying to tell somebody not to abuse power? Yeah, okay, bud. Uh, Ricochet came out, not Ricochet. Uh, Sheamus came out with Ridge Holland. So good to see Ridge Holland back after getting the broken nose. And then they played the trailer for WWE 2K22. But the next match was Sheamus versus Ricochet in a three-minute and 18-second match. And we know what Ricochet is, is to WWE. They say they don't like spot monkeys. But, and I'm not calling Ricochet a spot monkey per se, but they think that Ricochet is good for one thing and one thing only now. Doing a... A flip or a dive off the top rope and getting kicked out of the mid, out of midair. Because that's what he does now in every single match. He jumps off the ropes, and someone's gotta knock him out. Knock him out in midair. They've done it with Seamus two or three times now, and he's done it with McIntyre. But early on, Seamus hit a tilt a roll takeover. He then slowed the pace down with a chin lock. Ricochet fought back with a standing drop kick. Ricochet, uh tried to come back at Sheamus again, and Sheamus regained control with an iris curse backbreaker. Ricochet did avoid a brogue kick, and followed up with a drop kick off the middle turnbuckle. Ricochet went for a suicide dive, and Sheamus hit him with a jumping knee in midair. Sheamus then hit the brogue kick back in the ring, and picked up the victory. We're in the back, and Rick Boogs is walking around with Shinsuke Nakamura, and they run into none other than Jeff Jarrett, and they go, oh, it's Double J! And Jeff Jarrett goes, yes it is, it's J E, and he goes, wait. And Boogs goes, it's J E double F, J A double R E double T, Jeff Jarrett. And Jeff Jarrett complimented Rick Boogs' guitar skills and said, you know, what's your last name? And he goes, it's Rick Boog. That was kind of cool. Just getting a, a Jeff Jarrett cameo. Rick Jarrett also going to be at the uh, GCW show this weekend. As we move forward, we got our main event, which is 15 minutes. It was Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens versus the Usos. This match was phenomenal. I enjoyed the heck out of this match. Hot Rod Bubba says, What is sort spot... Sort what? I think he's asking what's a, what a spot monkey is. Basically, a spot monkey is what a lot of people call the Young Bucks. What a lot of people call guys like... Uh, Will Osprey back in the day, not as much anymore, where all you do is jumps off the ropes. You don't do anything like no ring psychology. It's all about getting to the ropes and bouncing off the ropes, running, 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 bouncing off the ropes, running, 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 bouncing off the ropes. That's what a spot monkey is in pro wrestling. When all you do is you run around really quick just to get back to the ropes to bounce off of them do some sort of a flip, do some sort of a dive, some sort of a leap. The whole thing that WWE had FTR when they were the revival against, when they said all fists, no flips or something like that. Well, Magma Lords is kind of funny. They didn't do rich Holland versus ricochet. Well, we don't know if rich Holland is a hundred percent cleared yet. He's good enough to be out there at ringside, but we don't know if he's still cleared to compete per se after the broken nose. We don't know. We don't know if he's fully cleared yet. So that's maybe why he couldn't wrestle Ricochet and we got the Sheamus rematch again. But with that, again, the stipulation for this main event was if Rollins and Owens win, Usos banned from ringside at Rumble. If the Usos win,
1: Rollins loses his title shot. Again, I really enjoyed this match until the crap finished, though which I thought they should have
0: played up a little differently, and I'll get into that here in a moment. The Usos took over early and stomped on Rollins in the corner. Rollins recovered and backed Jimmy into the corner. Rollins and Owens isolated Jimmy on their side of the ring. Rollins climbed to the top rope, but Jay caused a distraction. Jimmy took the advantage and rocked Rollins off the cor- knocked Rollins off the corner. Rollins then rocked Jimmy with a clothesline and tagged in Owens. He caught Jimmy with a senton and knocked Jay off the apron. He followed this up with a cannonball into the corner. Yet, the Usos would regain control, and Jay rocked Owens with a superkick at ringside. Back from a commercial break, the Usos were firmly in control as they beat down Owens on, the, on their side of the ring. They isolated him for a while until he was able to cut him off and get to Rollins. Owens fought back, though. But before getting to Rollins, he was like, got there, got there, got Couldn't make the tag because they got him. They got him, but he avoided an enziguri from Jay. Owens then responded with an enziguri of his own before tagging in Rollins with a hot tag who ran wild on both heels. He sent the Usos to the floor and had a suicide dive wiping out the heels. Rollins then hit a springboard knee for a near fall.
1: Jay fought back and hit a back suplex into a neck breaker for a two. Rollins then went for the buckle bomb on
0: Jay, but Jimmy made the blind tag. Then they hit assisted Samoa Samoan drop for a close near fall. Owen's tag didn't hit a pop-up powerbomb on Jimmy for a very close and kind of convincing near fall. Like, if you were watching from the crowd, would have been super convincing that that could have been the finish. But Watching on TV, I think they were zoomed in a little too close. You can kind of see the way Jimmy was laying there, like he was waiting for that pff, to kick out. So Owens climbs to the top rope, but Jimmy cuts him off. Jimmy attempted a superplex, and Owens reverses it into a fisherman's buster. Jimmy then caught Rollins with a superkick. Owens avoided a superkick from Jay and hit him with a stunner. Jimmy then caught Owens and hit him with a superkick. Rollins took advantage of this and hit a superkick on Jimmy. Rollins then set up for the stomp, and the fans began singing his theme music, and he soaked it all in. But as he was, Reigns would run out, Hit him with a Superman punch to cause disqualification. Fans erupt in boos. We then hear, and your winners, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. So what that means is because Seth won Usos, barred from ringside. And I thought they should have played this off more of, because when, when they made the announcement of, you know, Seth's still the winner, that means he's not he doesn't lose his title shot. They should have made it like Roman goes, "Oh crap, I messed up." Yeah, you know, something like that. But no, they did the announcement. He just kept walking up the ramp like, "Yep. I took him out now. I'll take him out again at the pay-per-view." Like he didn't get mad that he accidentally messed up, didn't get mad that, you know, he still gets the title shot. So that was like a, a little bit of a missed opportunity there. But whatever. I I, I think it they didn't want to make Roman look dumb, I guess. But at the same time, I, I, I honestly think that they should have done the whole, It didn't click with him at first. Oh, crap. I shouldn't have done that because now he's still the winner. And that, that kind of thing, like, but no, it was just, he knew it all along and he says, screw it, I'll face him anyways, kind of thing. But with that, that was Friday Night SmackDown. It was officially announced for next week, Naomi versus Sonya Deville. And the New Day's Kofi Kingston and Big E will be taking on Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. But with that, that is what I thought about tonight's SmackDown. Now I want to know what you guys thought of tonight's Friday Night SmackDown. Remember, you can put your Super Chats in the live chat on YouTube, or you can text in to 510-906-1341. Again, that number is 510-906-1341. As we do, boom, boom, boom! check the polls first. As far as the Twitch poll does go, 83%. Like tonight's SmackDown was
1: 17%, thinking it was just all right. As far as the Twitter poll does go. Come on, why won't this load?
0: Why can't I get the Twitter poll to load? There it is. 60% liked tonight's SmackDown. 20% thought it was just all right. And 20% did not like SmackDown. As far as the YouTube poll does go, 65% liked the show. 27% thought it was just all right. And 7% did not like tonight's SmackDown.
1: So going forward, as we check the text messages here, keep up the good work in your podcast. Or, or as
0: always, thank you for that comment. First, uh, says, who are your picks to win the men's and women's Royal Rumbles? Not going to make those yet. I'm going to wait till more people get announced. But we should be doing predictions next Wednesday. We'll be doing those, me and Jess. says, uh, Summer Ray recently said that she wants to continue a feud with Natalia. Do you think, Summer... Uh, Summer's appearance tonight might hit a future match between them. I don't know, because all I've heard is this is a one-off for the Rumble for her. Maybe something can come of it if she shows out in the Rumble, but from what I heard, it's just a one-time thing for now. I think SmackDown did good. Do you think Finn Balor leave WWE for AEW anytime soon? Uh, Not that I can think of, because I don't know when his contract is up. So I can't answer that question and I honestly can't answer that question anyways. I thought Owens would probably leave, and he's staying. He signed a new deal. Sammy signed a new deal.
1: Two guys that I thought, you know, they'd probably leave, go try out AEW, and then come back or something. No. Versus says, I seriously doubt Charlotte will win the Rumble as champion. I believe that Bailey,
0: Rhea, or Bianca will win it next Saturday. I think there's actually a really good chance this Charlotte, and this is one of my predictions I've been thinking, but not my, my final prediction yet. I think there's a good chance Charlotte wins it and then challenges um, Sasha, saying, Sasha, we've had all these great matches on you know, Hell in a Cell and Raw's and Summerslams, but we've never had a one-on-one match at the WrestleMania pay-per-view itself. I want to challenge you, WrestleMania to show that I am truly better than you. I think that's one, one option they can do. And finally, the last message says, what do you think WWE should do with the Intercontinental and United States titles at WrestleMania? Well, I don't know about WrestleMania because there's still a ways to go to Hilt till we get there. So that's something I can't predict four and a half, no, three and a half months out because we still have the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Coming up February 19th, I want to say. And I don't know if there's a March pay-per-view or not. You have a super chat here. This person says, Charlotte's black, silver, white outfit, robe, and ring gear resembles the black, silver, white robe that her father wore when he won the Royal Rumble from the, for the WWF title exactly 30 years ago in 1992. Appreciate the super chat. And that is something that people were mentioning on Twitter tonight that I forgot to mention. But, I mean, if you're trying to say that she wore that gear 30 years,
1: now is it, hold on. Royal. Okay, 30 years, no. Okay, so I was thinking maybe she wore it today because it's 30 years to the day. If she's going to wear
0: something like that, I think if there's any semblance and like, hey, this is like I'm teasing something with this gear because of his gear, she wouldn't have worn it just on SmackDown tonight. She would have saved it for the Rumble. She would have saved that special gear. Like say, oh, she's winning the Rumble because it's 30 years after when her dad won the Rumble and she's going to wear the same type of gear and all that. I think if that was going to be a thing, then she should have saved the gear for the Rumble. But because she didn't, I think maybe there's correlation with it with the two, but it may not have as big of a meaning than people are trying to make it out to be. But again, if there was a bigger meaning for it, they should have saved, her. she should have saved it for the Rumble. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited, YouTube.com forward slash ProWrestlingUnlimited, and Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. We'll be live this Sunday for the GCW... Pay per view. It is, what is it called? The World on GCW. It is. Da, 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 da. Yeah, GCW is the World on GCW from the Hammerstein Ballroom. I think this should be a really good show. It's going to be the biggest crowd ever at a GCW show. So it's going to be fun. And we're going to be reviewing it after the show does go off the air. Remember, you can get the show on Fight TV or traditional pay-per-view and we will be putting up a link so you can get $10 off of your purchase when you purchase it on fight TV. I will put the link in the description of this video you're watching right now. And we'll be posting that link various times again, throughout the weekend on our Twitch, our Twitter, not our Twitch, but our Twitter, Instagram, and right here on YouTube. So again, a, a way you can get $10 off when you purchase the world on GCW. But with that, guys, have a great Saturday, Sunday, and going into Monday. Have a great weekend, guys. I'll see you next time. Have a good one.